welcome to season two of the Fatty Boom Boom Podcast with your illustrious host, Whitney, aka Whitney Sass. <sighs> Crowd goes wild. Um, yes, I'm being a troll and saying Happy New Year to you in May. But you know, guys, I don't know what your life is like. This might be when your year really, you know, starts out. <laughs> I hope you all have been good. I have certainly missed you so much. Um, but you know, life has like twists and turns and things, but I knew I would never, ever, ever let you down so i'm back we're back it is season two this is episode one of season two and i'm very aware that we never really signed off season one but it's okay we're signing on to season two and um we did a little twitter poll in the beginning of the year and people voted for shorter episodes more frequent episodes so that's kind of like our aim over the next over the first few episodes of this season is to try to perfect or you know aim for shorter episodes and more frequent episodes i do have some amazing guests lined up so i'm just really 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 excited to introduce you to them and have like dope conversations as usual um but in between the guests being there or not i'm going to try to keep my parts short so yeah a little challenge we shall try and um, a couple of changes number one like the main change is like the plus culture no longer exists so we as we have previously been the plus plus culture and from that we then hosted this podcast this podcast is now 100% its own entity as fatty boom boom podcast um our facebook and instagram are called fatty boom boom pod and our twitter is fatty boom boom p and so that's how you can reach us this has just been because i love podcasting as i did it last year i think it's a better um avenue i think it's a better um platform it allows for more context so just feels more natural and i feel more excited about it so that's why we did the we did the change over or i did the change over and um yeah so that's really it from from that side that's like the one major change and again like i said we're going to come out at you more frequently so i'm thinking like every two to three weeks um and yeah i have already spoken to some people who are really excited to be on here so stick around uh share like do all the things that you know make sure that other people get to see this and thank you so much for waiting around for us and thank you for always listening and thank you to those of you um who have gently reminded us mandykins i'm looking at you girl <laughs> i was like oh wait somebody listens to this podcast <laughs> and before i just sign off um or move on to the next section um we have switched up some of our sections um, in the essence of, you know, trying to be more timeiest or whatever, we have changed around some of our sections. We've renamed some of our sections and we're going to keep like the musical stuff like short. We're going to just like focus on, you know what, you'll see, but just don't be shook <laughs> too much when you notice some changes, but stick around. Yes, bitch, work. Yes. Welcome to the stand corner. <laughs> not stand corner stand corner here we stand people previously known or pre uh, formerly known as uh let me put you on let me put you on which is like a really long name uh, all the segment is really about it's just standing people doing dope shit okay um and i also want to say if you ever come across like an article a person a thing real people it doesn't have to be like celebrities or like famous people or anything like that um, an article, a person, a thing, a movement, a movie, a song, or whatever you come across that potentially is something that you think we should stand, 
please tweet us, tweet us or DM us or, you know, send us a message or something. Link us to the information. Like we'll happily share. Um, so anyways, who's in our stand corner? There's two people in our stand corner t- t- today, this week or whatever. Um, they've been here before, but like, it's very important to still put them forth. And this is Chica, who is Oranica on, um, the, her socials and she is a fat rapper or just a rapper as she would prefer to be called um but she does represent um fat people out there in the world doing amazing stuff and we loved her we talked about her last year on the podcast because she really had like one of the most beautiful freestyles is taking taking to task Kanye West um and she's since been has grown exponentially in her artistry and has put out her an official single has been doing the things your girl is now signed to Calvin Klein and she's part of their Calvin Klein um campaign a Calvin Klein campaign and it's called my Calvin's and I think you've probably seen it around but she's out there in her Calvin Klein underwear looking amazing and she's just out there we put it on our instagram so go check it out fatty boom boom pod on instagram so you can see the visuals but i just think that's fucking dope she looks exactly like herself um and she just looks amazing she looks fire and she's on billboards in new york so she's just doing the damn thing and i just love it and go chica number two is lizzo so (laughs) if you follow us on instagram or even on twitter by now you know we're lizzo stands like lizzo i don't even know but Lizzo is just out there being amazing, beautiful, loud. You know, she's there's no there's no question mark about what she's here to do, and I fucking stand. Um, she though, okay, has partnered partnered. <laughs> she though has collaborated with the one, the only, the major, the amazing, the genius, the god, Missy Elliott. Yes, you heard me correct. Okay, again, I'm sure this is old news to you, but it's still news. It's not news to me, but it's still amazing news. <laughs> so she she did this song with, with Missy Elliott called Tempo, and oh my god, it is amazing. Listen to it, find it on all your streaming platforms. It's just amazing because... Now you've got the new school, which is Lizzo, who's rapping and singing and being amazing, putting out great visuals, putting out consistent content, consistent work, being there, saying that she's here um, and she will be accepted as she is. It's just amazing. And Missy Elliott, who has always been such a big representation to me in my when I was a teenager, Missy Elliott was around and she was popping and she was one of the few people that I could look at to be like, yes, I'm represented somewhere. And I just love, I loved her music, obviously, but I also just loved what she represented and and showed how talented you can be. Um, and I just love her. So for the fact that the two of these people have a song together, melted my heart. It's a great fucking song. And just definitely just listen to it. It deserves your stream. Um, then two things, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but Please check out Dumplin'. It's a movie on Netflix about <laughs> a plus-size girl whose mom is a previous pageant queen. And in protest of how um, ridiculous pageantry is, she decides to sign up for her mom's uh, pageant that her mom runs now. And a lot of other girls then also join this protest. And it's a very cute movie. So check that out for positive fat representation. Then also something I haven't checked out yet is Shrill, S-H-R-I-L-L. 
um, and it's a series on Hulu, um, and it's about, um, let me just read you quickly. Cheryl follows Annie, described as an overweight young woman who wants to change her life, but not her body. Annie is trying to make it as a journalist while juggling bad boyfriends, sick parents, and a perfectionist boss, while the world around her deems her not good enough because of her weight. She starts to realize that she's as good as anyone else, and she starts acting on it. So that's Shrill. Um, it's on Hulu. I don't know if it's available because, I mean, this podcast is largely for people who are based in Southern Africa or in Africa in general, but I don't know to who can find it. And if you can find it, I just want to put out there that that's something that you can watch. Perhaps you can watch it somewhere on the Internet. Um, so, yeah, check that out. When I check it out, I'll come and tell you guys. And that's who we stand with. So, in case you missed it, well, so much has happened obviously in five months, so I can't like get to all the things uh, because remember we're keeping this short <laughs> but in case you missed it um a couple of things happened and i just want to you know pull out a few things that happened so um gillette gillette venus to be exact um they've really been coming out strong with more of a like a i wouldn't say political stance but more of a a stance on things versus like a lot of companies are very apolitical and don't choose sides of things and don't really have messaging that stands for like much but they've really come out to just normalize certain things and um yeah so they put out an ad um on twitter and on their socials actually and it wasn't even really an ad i would say but okay it is an ad let's just call it what it is they put out an ad um of a fat woman who is a plus-size model um and her name is anna o'brien and she's at the beach in her swimsuit and she just has her arms raised and she's just looking amazing at the beach and just looking like she's celebrating something because she just like throws up her hands and she's just like yes like she's just got this yes vibe to her and then the tagline was like go take the day and slay or something like that something about like go slay the day and um this woman is like fat she's a fat woman and it's very obvious so yeah now, all the Cretans, all the doctors, I'm talking the fake doctors, the these people who got the medical degrees from, you know, I don't know, magazines or some shit, all, I mean, I'm just talking, wow, <laughs> the bullshit that they came with, it was so triggering to read people's reactions, and then it's overwhelmingly, obviously, negative their reactions and their number one thing of like this is glorifying obesity and you can't do this and this and that and this and that and this and they just went in on this picture and this model and obviously at Gillette because it's like why would you do this why are you standing for this why are you glorifying obesity to sell razors and just obviously making the most you know reductionist takes that you can make and ugh, ew it was just disgusting and yet another reminder that the world is really trash. Now we've got a big brand who is just embracing the fact that our customers look like 
so many different people. <laughs> we have people that come in different colors, different shapes, different sizes. We have people buying our products that just run the full gamut of, you know, uh, very, uh, see, I lost the word, but yeah, we have customers that honestly just represent what everybody is. Um, and people are just different shapes and sizes. Ugh, I'm not making sense, but you know what I'm saying? Cause my brain is freezing up at this moment. Anyway, I'm commending Gillette for putting out this picture, which serves as representation that, um, anybody can use a fucking razor. And, um, this person represents a portion of their customers. And it was a simple go slay the day. That was it. I want to say fuck you to everybody that had the concern and faux concern. All these Twitter doctors and Facebook doctors and people who have just got the most internalized hatred. Just It's not even internalized hatred. It's just hatred. Point blank period. People who just have hatred in their hearts. People who just don't think that people are allowed to live in the bodies that they exist in. I just don't understand why it's a concern of yours, what somebody looks like. Like, why is it such a concern? You telling me, just like from a logical perspective, you telling me a fat, a fat person using a razor is so wild to you because Gillette is putting forward people that were like, are likely to use their products. It's so wild to you that, you know, you think that this glorifies. Uh, uh, I just want to know, oh, uh, you know what? before like I spaz out or something I just want to say fuck you to those people and I want to commend Gillette for standing by the picture that they posted because they said exactly what I said our customers are coming all shapes and sizes and we you know want to represent them and this also goes hand in hand with Gillette also in this year um, I mean, Gillette just came for the girls in 2019. <laughs> in this year, they put out an ad. Like, this is an actual ad, like a video. And it's, like, brilliant. Oh, my God. This ad basically was... The the title should have been, like, you know, fuck toxic masculinity, but it wasn't. But this ad was basically just, like, guys, toxic masculinity is bad. Um, you know, let's just be better men. Like... It was fully for men. It was saying that not all men, but without saying not all men, um, showing that we can be better men, showing that, you know, we understand, we can understand consent. We can hold women in, in high regard, women and children. We can, you know, cry if we want to show more emotions. We can not be these angry, da, 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 da. But the ad just went in to just be like, we can be better men. Obviously, in a very nice and beautifully shot way. You're the way men. Men literally react. They were burning their razors or throwing them out. They were angry at a company saying, we can be better men. We can be more decent. We can be more respectful to women. We can just be better. Like, let the future of men be better. And yeah, they hated it. So all these companies that are, and specifically Gillette, and I just honestly just really commend them, but like these companies and just saying to the world, like, hey, society, let's just be better. You know what I mean? Let's be more accepting. Let's be more tolerant. Let's be less, less hateful. And people are just like, no, I choose hate. Okay, Cersei. Um, fuck you then. Goodbye. Uh, moving on. <laughs> we have a lot to cover. Um, Business Insider wrote an article which news 24 let's start there but anyway no business insider wrote an article 
saying that South Africa has been ranked by an Indica ratings company or whatever has been ranked at the as the lowest uh, as the unhealthiest country in the world or something that's one part of it okay cool but how i saw it was um this is like in february or something how i saw it was uh, news 24 which is a news media outlet um put up a tweet that obviously says the headline which is south africa ranked as the unhealthiest in the world and in that tweet they put the body of a fat person i think he has popcorn in one hand lying watching tv and a remote on his stomach or something like that and obviously just purporting that healthy means fat unhealthy means fat and then when you click on the article it tells you what it's all about and it tells you all the different countries and what they've been ranked as and i was just obviously very angry at this and like a lot of sensible people were but a lot of people who i also thought would be allies in the space oh no they showed themselves and that was really disappointing um but when i read the article they were talking about diabetes cancer blood pressure um depression um like so many different things they also mention obesity but we will get to how obesity is a slur and bmi is bullshit and just the whole the whole concept of obesity and what people think it is is just a weapon um to be hateful so we'll talk about that but the 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 diseases that were listed by this article and you know the measures that this company used to rate uh, uh, rate different countries based on like what doctors saying what their health ministries are saying or whatever none of them none of them were unique to fat people and that is what grates my literal tits like it just angers me to like a degree that i cannot explain and oh, this is old news you know in quotation marks but it is still very fucking relevant because none of the diseases mentioned in that report are unique to fat people there are diseases that are so wild and so deadly like cancer cancer my guy um and the 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 news site decides to put a picture of a fat person as the indicator and continue and which continues to purport that being unhealthy equals being fat which is bullshit because if you go down the list of all those diseases nary one of them is specific to fat people so that's what pisses me off and that's what pisses me off about medical discrimination that's what pisses me off about weight discrimination and fat uh, phobia in general is because there's nothing nothing about our bodies and about fat people that happens to them that is specific to only us but somehow we carry the burden of looking like and being hated as the um symbol of ill health which is fucking factually incorrect and like what did people not do people not like facts anymore like is facts just not a thing that we okay actually that is a rhetorical fucking question if you look at the trump administration you will know it's the most beautiful example of people just don't not giving a fuck about facts but beyond that there is nothing that is specific none of these things are specific to fat people and it's absolutely bullshit that fat people continue to bear the brunt of hatred of weight discrimination in the medical fraternity and in the world 
based on things that have fucking shaky science at the at best you know loosely based shit and shit that was made up by insurance companies to make more money we'll get to why obesity is a slur and bmi is bullshit and that diet okay you know what let me just pull myself together see i haven't talked to you guys in so long like i'm just incensed like from the get but in the essence of time i just wanted to mention news 24 put out this article um put out this tweet and in this tweet instead of using a very neutral picture that would depict health as something that literally concerns every single person and that every single person should be feeling concerned by um for example mental health for example cancer guys cancer like i uh, instead of using something more impactful and more relevant to the broadest spectrum of people they decide to take to grab the lowest hanging fruit and continue to just purport this notion that being unhealthy equals being fat which is bullshit and of course it got so many retweets so many likes so many people making the entire discussion about fatness and going to the gym and this and that and eating healthy and going on diets and da 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 and it wasn't even about that like that's not even what it was about sure do those things like do those things in general but this fear mongering like fat fear mongering is so dangerous and it's so dangerous that you know what i can't even there's something that i want to talk about but i just don't think that i have the emotional capacity to talk about it in this episode and in the essence of time i'm going to move on but anyway fuck that tweet then um a quick fuck you to the avengers how did this become the read portion <laughs> I was just trying to make this like catching up portion, but like I'm just like reading people for filth. But like the Avengers, I'm a huge Avengers stand. I'm like a huge Avengers stand. Like, and I'm a new stand by the way. Um, but I watched all of them, all the movies. I caught up. Um, I loved Infinity War. I love just love the Avengers as a concept. I love the Marvel universe. Um, and it's really just like a really nice escape. I've been so excited. I mean, after watching Black Panther, it just was amazing that that on its own was one of the best things that ever happened to the world just because of how it inspired so many people and how so many people felt so included and represented. It was beautiful and it still makes me feel like I could cry because it was just beautiful to witness that we all just anyway, I talked about Black Panther on this podcast already. I'm not going to do that again. Um then obviously watching Infinity War and the camaraderie that brings. Then going to watch Infinity War Endgame. And this is where I'm going to say spoiler alert to anybody that hasn't watched it yet. I'm not going to go too deep because again in the essence of time we have to just like keep it pushing but um I enjoyed the movie it was 3 hours long didn't feel like 3 hours because we had so much to like end off catch up on loose ends to tie off but my beloved Thor <laughs> Thor was turned into Thor has suffered a lot of trauma and loss and um in this movie because he couldn't kill Thanos in the previous movie he is obviously very down on himself and really not well and they decided to depict that by making him fat um making him like just like a beer drinking slobbish person with an overgrown beard who doesn't take care of his like physical appearance or whatever they decided to make him fat um 
and it's not that I, it's not that I hate that they decided to make him fat. I just feel like they did it because they, they just knew that it would be again, the lowest hanging fruit and easily lead to like it being some sort of punchline or whatever, whatever. So they did that. Um, so then, you know, when they show Thor, um, you know, the entire cinema erupts in laughter because Thor is obviously this muscle man. He's literally a God. Thor is literally a God. So that took everybody by surprise. And then the movie continues to make him sort of the butt of the joke with, um, Rocket and yeah, other people. And... Let me tell you what was positive about this. Like, in general, I just found it to be like, really, guys? Like, really? Can I just enjoy a movie? Can I just enjoy something without being made to feel like shit about myself? Because, you know, as a fat person, you look at a fellow fat person and then... Anyway, moving on. I have so many thoughts that I'm stopping midway, but you guys will just have to do. (laughs) Um... So making him fat, not a problem. People become fat. Making him fat because he suffered loss and trauma, that's problematic as fuck Um, because it just makes it seem like that's how all fat people become fat Um, is that, you know, their life just went to shit and suddenly they've just let go of themselves. That as a concept is fucking bullshit. And it's fucking bullshit to show it on such a massive scale. But what can you expect from writers and fat phobic people? (laughs) What was the only positive thing out of this negative thing was that when Thor eventually plucked up the courage to go fight Thanos again, because they went back in time to find Thanos, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to explain the whole movie to you. When he plucked up the courage to like pick up his hammer and go fight again and be part of the fight and decide to like really help save the world. They did not make him skinny in order to do that. I fully expected that. I fully expected Thor would suddenly lose weight once he decided, okay, fine, he's going to fight because the whole movie is like, I'm not going to fight. I don't care. Leave me alone. He decides to fight. And I thought full well, okay, cool. They're going to make him skinny. You know, look, he miraculously is back in, you know, his muscle body or whatever. They didn't do that. He just got more armor on. They just made his beard neat. And, you know, Thor did the damn thing, you know, he showed up, he showed out in the body that he was in, in his fat body, Thor did the thing that needs to be done. And he was still a beautiful character, still very supportive, definitely going through a lot, like, his struggle is valid at the end of the day. Um, And then there was also a sense from, like, the writers and producers that, you know, they intentionally did that to humanize him or... I don't even know. But at some point, these people admitted that they did use that for comedic relief. They did use fatness for comedic relief. So that was just unnecessary. Like, I'm, I was just defeated when I saw it. But I decided, like, I'm going to watch this movie. So I'm going to put it out of my mind, which is my right to do. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just focus on the movie and just, like, not go there. But it was disappointing. And, yeah, that's it. <laughs> That is in case you miss it. Oh, and also in case you miss it, the one little civil thread. Um, me and my personal capacity as Whitney or Wittensass on Instagram, um, I have partnered with Dove. Um, as you guys know, Dove has like always been about their real beauty campaign and just like 
helping to undo these um, harmful narratives about what beauty is supposed to look like and using women um, more representative of everyday people in their ads. And they've been doing it for quite a number of years and it's been very successful. Um, And myself and and a lot of other influencers um, that, you know, run the gamut from fat to trans to you know, just so many different people um, are part of this project called Project Show Us. And this project is basically everybody coming together to give media representations of what we look like so that we can see ourselves represented. The whole reason for this podcast even existing and for why I picked up the baton for fat activism and fat justice is because there's so little representation of fat people And there was so little representation of myself in mainstream media. I know we see it on social media, but in mainstream media, there wasn't enough. And this project is really to tackle that. So with their photographers and the info, it's a global campaign. So with all these influencers, photographers, people um, that really are everyday people from different abilities, races, sizes, shapes, whatever, Um, We're trying to put 5,000 images into Getty Images and give more representative images of people just, you know, living their lives, being regular, normal, so that media companies can use those instead of the stereotypical nonsense things that they've been using all along. So that's called Project Show Us. Um, I'm partnering with Dove on this, and it's been really great. And, um, yeah, so we might have a couple of those people here to talk to us. Uh, but I really liked it because it, I think it really just fits in with what I believe in as a person, why it also fits in with why the Fat People Movement podcast exists. And, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. But that's also something that you, you might not have known. And now you know. Cool. And now we'll be moving on. Just hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. I'm not doing this a fuck. Get with the program. Point blank. Period. 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 Y'all really thought. <laughs> I'm correct next time, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the last section called Period with a capital T. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm still toggling with which spelling I'm going to use, but it's period. Okay. And this section. You know, because remember last year, I was just like so confused about like what to call the last portion, because the last portion is really about the overwhelming concept that I want to bring across in that episode. And for this episode, um, which is point blank period, which is really where period comes from, which is like end of discussion, done. It's a wrap, period, like full stop. So for this section today, I want to talk about something that happens and I mean, something that I've even done or when the body positivity movement, you know, really amped up and when, um, even the fat positivity movement, but when people were coming to terms with the fact that, um, they've been made to feel so terrible about their bodies, their bodies have been made to feel ugly. Their appearances have been made to feel ugly because they were fat. Um, the most natural next step was to correlate beauty with fatness and try to make it seem that, um, you have to feel beautiful all the time to feel okay about your body. And in general, you know, like that's a valid way to tackle something. It's probably the easiest way 
for you to probably feel like, you know, you can reach acceptance with some part of you or the whole of you or whatever. But um, what as we progress in our movement of, you know, dismantling narratives that don't serve us, the one that's not talked about a lot is just this concept of prettiness. For example, um, everything has to be pretty and then I'm going to like accept it or um, calling something pretty as a means to show people that I accept it or that other people should accept it. And sometimes you just don't feel pretty, bruh. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't feel pretty. You just don't feel beautiful. The thing that, you know, this, your arms perhaps are just not beautiful and you don't feel they are and that's okay. So what we're trying to say is like, sometimes you just don't feel beautiful and we can't tie in the acceptance of our bodies to beauty. Otherwise, we're really using the same sort of scale um, that sort of normal media and westernized media use, which is like beauty equals thin and blue eyes and blonde and white and da 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 da. We're using then that same paradigm, that same thought process to tackle this thing that we're trying to undo. And we're going steps ahead by saying you don't have to be beautiful in order for your body to be accepted. And this is a personal thing. I'm not saying you know, you're not beautiful because your body is not accepted or anything. I'm saying that it's a struggle to feel beautiful all the time. It's a struggle to feel like, you know, my thigh is beautiful and my arm is beautiful. My stretch marks are beautiful, whatever. It's, it's hard to feel that all the time because beauty is subjective. Most of the things we go through in life, like happiness and just, just, let me just stick with happiness, like happiness. All those things are very fluid, like they're constantly changing. Our emotions are constantly changing. How we feel about things are constantly changing. And we need to just provide room to feel different every day, but still at the base, accept ourselves for who we are. So if we can say to ourselves, like, I don't feel beautiful, but I don't hate my body and I don't hate myself. And because I don't, and, and, and hate doesn't equal, the opposite of hate is not beauty. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the opposite of hate is not beauty. Um, and we can't just like jump to the next opposite. We can, two things can be true at the same time. I cannot feel beautiful, but I can also accept my body for what it is. My beauty is not tied into what my body looks like or the features of my body. Um, and I can feel content with the way my body is but not necessarily overwhelmingly and outwardly performatively beautiful about it because that fluctuates. Beauty fluctuates just the same way as like how you feel about your body fluctuates. One day it's this way, the next day you're feeling that way and all those things are really valid. But at this, with the same sort of token, we have to have the same, um, we have to apply the same nuance and subtlety to how we deem um, our bodies to be otherwise we come with this very strict either or mentality either I am beautiful or I hate my body and that's just simply not true I want to read you something that I posted on our Instagram check it out fatty boom boom pod um, and it was posted by fairy cosmos um, on tumblr like probably a while ago and it says look I don't think my stretch marks are beautiful. I don't think they're tiger stripes or natural tattoos. I don't think my acne is beautiful. I don't think the bags under my eyes are beautiful. I just think they're human. 
And I don't think I have to be beautiful all of the time in order to be accepted, loved, and successful. I don't think every small detail of my outward appearance needs to be translated into prettiness. So she very, she or he or they, sorry, they, it's more safe, um, has very beautifully put and more concisely than I have (laughs) the entire concept of you don't have to be pretty to be accepted you don't have to feel pretty all the time to be accepted if you feel like posting your body you don't have to feel beholden to telling people that you know you think x y and z are beautiful and people have to really accept that I can be really just a okay with my body I don't have to be overwhelmingly positive about my body and I don't have to be overwhelmingly negative about my body. I can just be in the middle. And I can also allow myself to feel fluctuations that come on a day-to-day basis. That's why the work of undoing fat phobia and fat shaming and fat hate, the work of undoing the internalized fat shame that we feel is also in allowing ourselves to stretch Allowing ourselves to like emotionally stretch and stretch our minds and allowing ourselves to have nuance. Allowing ourselves to realize that two things, three things, four, five things can be true at the same fucking time. Because let me tell you, as someone who suffers from an either or mentality or a black or white mentality, the reason we do that is because we so desperately seek to feel comfort. And so our mind goes to what levels of certainty we can grasp from something. So if things make us uncomfortable or anxious or like just tough, our mind wants to and our feelings, they want to create certainty. That's why we tend to be so stuck on our belief systems and that's why undoing those belief systems is a matter of repeating information and surrounding yourself with information that can give you a different perspective. So this either or thinking like either a thing is one way or the other and no in between. That's just simply not true because that's not how life really goes. We know there's duality. We know there's nuance and we all need to embrace that a lot more. I think that being able to embrace nuance and duality um, and the gray areas and stuff will really help us to have more empathy for our fellow human being as on a general scale. Um, have more empathy for our fellow human being. Have more empathy for ourselves. Give more kindness to ourselves because that's really where it's at. Being kinder to ourselves every single day. So being able to say like, you know what, I can just be okay. And I genuinely 100,000% can tell you now, listener, that I'm just okay with my body. I don't feel overwhelmingly either way. I'm just okay. When I look at my body in the mirror, I'm not feeling like... (laughs) I don't really feel, I'm just like, okay. (laughs) And there's times where I think like, am I crazy? Like, am I, am I going, you know, (laughs) because I'm just okay. And that's okay. Don't hate my body. Um, I don't feel like I should force myself to love my body when I do. And certain days I'm like, I love my body because it does this and that for me. Or I love the way my body looks in this or whatever. Like these things just fluctuate. There are days where I'm like, damn, I just really love my body. And there are days where I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, not today. And those are the days that I deserve to give myself even more kindness because it's really tough. You know what I'm saying? We can be tougher on ourselves than we are, than other people can be on us. So it's something that has helped me a lot to be like, yeah, I can just be okay, dog. I don't have to be like, you know, side dude, like totally side bro. I don't have to be that like all the time. 
I can just be okay with my body. And this comes in to just also just pierce this like nonsense that's always on the timeline of people with this diet and that diet. And the amount of people that are friends, that are allies, that are like on my timeline, that are so hard on their bodies. It's like honestly very triggering because it's like, dang, just be kind to your body. But it's not something I can tell them to be. It's something that they generally need to feel. And I can only hope that it sinks in at some point that, you know what, this thing that you continuously strive to be and the whip that you whip yourself with every day because your body is not an X number or an X feeling or an X anything, like it's unnecessary and there are different ways to engage with your body and I hope you find them. I'm not saying I found the perfect way. I'm just saying that there's the world is hateful about simply just everything but this is just not a space I'm willing to entertain any nonsense with. I'm just not. I'm just not willing to entertain any more foolishness about it. And again, it's a rolling scale. But I commend myself, though, for coming this far. And I hope that, yeah, I hope that you guys remember to just be as kind to yourselves as you can possibly be. Because, again, that internal thought, that negative self-talk, all those things just serve to keep you in a place that, you know keeps you thinking you have to be either this way or the other way no in between you can be in between and five things can be same, true at the same time and it's okay to be fat and it's okay to be just okay with your body whatever size it is and that wraps up the show thank you for listening so much for it being short yeah. <laughs> i said i would try though me i said i would try so uh, we will catch you guys in a few weeks um, with a guest. So thank you for listening. And yeah. Oh, the word for, I think I'm just going to keep the word. The word for today, modem. Because <laughs> I can see a modem. <laughs> um, I should start putting these in in like mid-show or something. But anyways, so that's the word of the day is modem. Tweet that to me. Remember on our Twitter we are just fatty boom boom p because we didn't have enough like characters so it's just p and then instagram and facebook it's fatty boom boom pod so please follow us uh tweet us like comment um share and um yeah that's it oh and one last thing please do continue to send us um your letters in the section called uh the boom box yes for boom mailbox it's a working title, <laughs> but send us mail, um, ask us literally any question, anything that you feel you want to ask us about or ask me about, just ask, uh, send it to our email, uh, fattyboomboompod, um, at gmail.com and yeah, or you can DM us, um, on either any of the platforms, but, um, yeah, we'll answer your questions. So just send them to us and we will, yeah, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Have a good ass couple of weeks. Bye.